Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin, afdala salat wa tamma taslim ala Sayyidina Mawlana Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam ajma'in min kitab al salihin Sayyidina al-Imam al-Nawi rahimahullahu ta'ala wa naf'ani wa naf'ana bi'alumi fiddarin, ameen Ila anqal, hadith number 35 wa al-Ata'a ibn Abi Rabah qala li ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhumah ألا أريك امرأة من أهل الجنة؟ فقلت بلى قال هذه المرأة السوداء أتت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فقالت إني أسرع وإني أتكشف فأدعو الله تعالى لي قال إن شئت صبرت ولك الجنة وإن شئت دعوت الله تعالى أن يعافيك فقالت أصبر فقالت إني أتكشف فأدعو الله ألا أتكشف فدعا لها متفق عليه so Allah ibn Abi Rabah narrates that Ibn Abbas asked me, Shall I show you a woman from the inhabitants of paradise? I replied, Indeed. He said, This dark-skinned woman who came to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa and said, I am overtaken by epileptic seizures as a result of which my body gets exposed. Uh, please ask Allah in my favor. He asked, If you exercise patience, you will be rewarded with paradise. But if you wish, I will supplicate to Allah to cure you. He replied, I will exercise patience. He then added, however, my body gets exposed. So supplicate to Allah that my body does not get exposed. So he supplicated for her. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So in this blessed hadith, uh, the meaning is very clear here. So Ibn Abbas said to this uh, very blessed tabi'i that Allah ibn Abi Rabah, and um, it was that from those who took from not only Ibn Abbas, but also from Abu Hurairah and from Sayyidah Aisha, and many others took from him, like that Imam Layth ibn Sa'd, Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Ibn Jarij, and others. So he was one of the great tabi'in. And he narrates that Ibn Abbas asked him, Shall I show you a woman from the inhabitants of paradise? And the reason he was so sure about this is because of the words of the Prophet. Otherwise, is that only Allah Taala knows who's going to be from the people of paradise. And then because he himself uh, that either witnessed or it reached him that this woman came to the Prophet and that described her medical condition is that she used to have seizures. And then when this would happen is that parts of her body would get exposed. So she asked the Prophet to pray for her. And then the Prophet gave her a choice. That if you wish, you can remain patient, and your reward for being patient with your medical conditions that you will achieve and be granted paradise. Or if you want, that I can make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants you that well being and heals you. So this was a very intelligent woman. She said, Asbar, I'm going to just be patient then. But she says, Still, that when this happens, my body gets exposed. So at least make dua that this doesn't happen. And then the Prophet 
uh, made dua for her. So this is a, a, a very clear hadith uh, in terms of the, how it is that we experience various health conditions. And um, that this obviously requires a lot of iman to that remain patient with someone's condition. But what we learn from this is, is that all of these different things, like sicknesses, illnesses, and so forth and so on, is that they are a means of abundant good for us uh, in this world and the next. But this is why it's in the chapter of patience. It's something that it needs to. We need. They are among the things that require that patience and steadfastness upon this deen. And then in Hadith number thirty-six, when Abi Abdurrahman Abdullah bin Mas'ud said, "Kani andoori da Rasulillah sallallahu alaihi wasallam yaki nabiyyan min al-anbiya sarwatullahi wasallamu alaihim." ضربه قمه فأدمه وهو يمسح الدم على وجهه يقول اللهم اغفر لقومي فإنهم لا يعلمون متفق عليه. So this is that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud narrates this hadith. This very blessed companion who of all of the companions he was the sixth person to enter into Islam. In the famous story where the Prophet ﷺ passed by him and he was taking care of the goats of Uqba ibn Abi Mu'ayt and that he witnessed the miracle that happened on the Prophet's hands and he became Muslim. He did one of the first migrations to Habasha and then also migrated to the Medina and Munawwara. And they mentioned that he attended, that not only did he attend that Badr, but he was there for the Bayat al Ridwan and all of the other the battles with the Prophet. And he was very beloved to the Prophet, and the Prophet used to honor him and keep him close to him and wouldn't veil him to the extent that they thought Abdullah ibn Mas'ud was from the household of the Prophet And he used to resemble him in his head and his sept, so that his way of being, how he used to carry himself, he used to resemble the Prophet So he's one of the very special companions of the Rasul And he's also known to be the one, especially during travel, to that look after the siwak of the Prophet his two sandals and uh, his that, uh, that water pot that he would use to make wudu. So you could see that in, if that's the case, you'd have to be close to the Prophet because the Prophet used the siwak a lot. And that any time that he would make wudu, that you'd have to be close in order for him to, to present him the water for wudu. And any time that he would enter into a gathering and take off his sandals, so you can imagine then, being in charge of the siwak and the sandals and the blessed that water pot of the Prophet we'd have to be close. So he narrates this hadith, and again, it's in the chapter of Sabah, but you get all of these blessed additions to that the meaning of the chapter itself. He says, It is as if that I am looking at the Prophet. So he's imagining now something that he witnessed during his life when he saw the Prophet recount this and tell this, this particular story and, this, and mention this hadith. Relating the story of one of the Prophets, that may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon them all, in this particular in this particular Nabi, is that he was that beat by his people until they made him bleed. And he was that wiping the blood from his face, saying, 
Allahumma gafirli kaumi. Oh Allah, forgive my people. Fainnuhum la ya'lamun. For they do not know. And that commentators differ. They say some of them say this is referring to the Prophet Nuh. The Prophet وسلم, is telling the story about the Prophet Noah salam. And others say is that it the Prophet is speaking about his own self. And that if it's referring to the Prophet himself, this would be uh, in reference to the Battle of Uhud when the, the head and the face of the Messenger of Allah were wounded. And the uh, scholars mentioned something beautiful about this dua that was made. Allah, forgive my people for indeed they do not know. This is a minhaj. This is a methodology that you and I must internalize if we're going to be involved in the work of sharing and disseminating the prophetic inheritance. Because there's no doubt there's going to be people who that get in the way. There's going to be people who don't want it to happen. There's going to be people who that go against you and there's going to be people who mistreat you. And alhamdulillah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made things relatively easy for us compared to the sacrifices of the people before us is that there is really no comparison. But they say that there's three things that are transpiring in this dua and three wisdoms. The first is, is that the Prophet was trying to that prevent the blood from his blessed face from reaching the ground because he was aware of the fact that if his blood reached the ground, Allah would have punished these people. Khalas. And these are people that are hermi- fighting against him, harming him. And that is that he's been struck by these people who are wanting to harm for him. And still he's trying to keep the blood from touching the ground because he knows that Allah Ta'ala would punish these people if that would happen. And then the second thing is, is that uh, their ignorance and their ignorant acts that resulted from their ignorance is that he responded to it in the very best of ways. Is that not only did he that bear that and was patient with that, he made dua for that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive them of the sin that they are committing. And then on top of that, is that he sought an excuse for them. So he was doing an act to protect the blood from reaching the ground so they wouldn't be punished. That even though they that did what they did to him, that he only responded to them in the very best of ways. And then on top of all of that, he made an excuse for them. They do not know. This is our Prophet وسلم, and this was the way of the Prophets before us. And this is how we should strive to be May Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq and bless us with patience, ya Rahman and the utmost steadfastness and firmness upon the meanings of la ilaha illa Muhammad Rasulullah wa sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.